Welcome back to another episode of Inside Rock with Oat, Queeks, and Cha, the Jabber Guys. On this episode called For Your Ears Only, you like that, eh? I, I didn't think you were going to be able to say that without messing know. it up. We Actually, had a $5 bet that he was going to choke. Yeah, yeah no, no. no. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about James Bond theme songs and the history of them. Nice. And uh, the title actually was uh, offered by our guest. We have a special guest this episode. We have a episode. special guest? We, yes. finally, we finally brought her in? No, it's no, not it's the not, stripper. Oh, my stripper. gosh. No, no. One of these days. Yeah. yeah. yeah just order a pizza. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, they deliver now. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So, yeah, the, we have a special guest. And uh, are we going to cue the music for our guest or what? The themes? The, are we good? In editing? Yeah, I was going to say, dude. Oh, in editing. Fuck. Okay, you just don't have to pause it. Dude, what do you think? You this is 1989? Yeah, pause it. So that was a minute and 20. <laughs> Mark that down. I told you you'd fuck it up. <laughs> Why are we stopping? Let's keep going. Are we we can stop. We can't stop it. Beautiful. Okay, so our guest is uh, a movie aficionado. I, w- I would describe this, uh, this guy as. Um, and his name is... Oz. Oz. Like in like in the Wizard of Oz? Well, I don't know. We can ask him that, but uh, yeah, I think he may be a wizard. The great powerful. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to movies, I no. know that whenever I have a movie question, yep. I call Oz. Absolutely. Yeah. You go right to the Oz. Yeah. Oz, how are you, buddy? Great. Thanks for having me. All right. All right, then. Good. So you're going to give us some inside scoop on these uh, Bond theme songs. That's what I hear. Yeah, I got some facts for you. All right. Great, because I was told I didn't have to say anything today, so <laughs> that'll never happen. <laughs> Thank God for that. <laughs> no, that'll never happen. Oh, no, my true. gosh. <laughs> I know. That's okay. Yeah, so, yeah, we've had how many uh, James Bond movies now, Oz? Well, it's, it's hard because there's a new one coming out, but it keeps getting pushed. So officially, there's... Uh, 24 that have been officially released. Right on, 24 films. Wow, that's that's quite a history. Yeah, and the new and the new one is called. The new one's called No Time to Die, and it's supposed to come out this October. So, uh, hey, you know why uh, Daniel Craig has gray hair in this uh, new film? Because there he has no time to die. Oh, that, that, okay, that was an awkward silence. Oh, come on, that's awesome. Yeah, we're going to have to put the laugh no time to die? Yeah, we'll add. Oh, I get it. Dye his hair. Oh, I see, I get it. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll add some laughter in editing later. <laughs> when, he, yeah. when he can, laughter track. Yeah, we'll, we'll put something in there. That was pretty good. I don't know. You don't happen to have a boo track, do you? Oh, yeah, I can get one. All right, good. That might come in handy tonight. Okay. Yikes. All right. Not- okay, so let's start off. What's, uh, are we going to go in order? Are we going to bounce around? What are we going to do? I think we should go in order, right, Oz? I, th- I think that makes sense. Yeah. I Are we covering so. every year, every one? Oh, we're going with every one, baby. Wow. Yeah, right okay. on. Right on. All right. So, uh, Oz, give us the first one. Well, the first Bond film, if you have seen it, maybe not. But a lot of people uh, know the theme song. It's iconic. It's from Dr. No, 1962. Right 1962. on. 1962. Yeah. Now, that one didn't, uh, there was no lyrics, was there, in that one? No, it's full instrumental. It's just that classic Bond theme, you know, the do-do-do-do. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Right. Down the barrel of the gun with the blood coming down. Everyone knows that. It's pretty iconic. Yeah, for sure. 1962. And who who wrote that? It was performed by John Barry's orchestra. So John Barry actually had involvement in 
like 90% of these songs. So, uh, Wow. Yeah, pretty pretty uh pretty great theme. Everyone again knows it. But uh there was controversy around it about, about who actually wrote the uh, and composed the the theme. Wow, really? Yeah. So what's the controversy? Well, there's a guy called Monty Norman. He's he actually credited with composing and writing the theme, even though John Barry said he wrote it himself, but it's been proven in court I think a few times now that it actually is Monty Norman's song. Oh, and, nice. Uh, yeah, but even though John Barry's the the Bond guy, he's the one who's associated with it. Yeah, a lot of people probably don't even know Monty Norman's name. You know, I can be honest. Until I I went to this list and I started looking at them, uh, I I didn't know who Monty Norman was. A lot of people probably and, uh, don't. And you know me, I'm a huge uh, movie fan and a Bond fan as well. But I didn't know that. That's right. Yeah, I know. Now but, is this is this the only one that um, has no lyrics? There's actually, I think there's three that oh, have three okay. that are fully instrumental, but this is obviously the first. And uh, okay, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, that takes us to 1963, back to back. That's right, right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from Russia with love. Yep, Robert Shaw as the assassin. Right, <laughs> it's a good right. one. Yeah, and this one's fully instrumental as well. It's just pretty much uh, John Barry's orchestra doing another instrumental version. So. They didn't really get lyrics until the third film. Wow. And that was a big one. I don't want to jump over from Russia with Love too <laughs> yeah. quickly, but um, yeah, I mean, it's funny too. You know, you look at the Bond films uh, when they were released. It was 1962 and then wham, 1963, right? And then, and then, and then 1964, like year well, after year. well at the box office then. Oh, yeah. yeah well, oh, yeah, they did great. Well, but now you have to wait like four or five years for a Bond movie <laughs> to come out. Yeah. So you know what? I, I I can't wait to get to 1963 because it's probably 64. Oh, sorry, 64. My bad. 64 because it's probably my uh, oh, one probably, of my favorite Bond movies. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Oz. Give it to us. Well, it's Goldfinger. Yeah, Goldfinger from 1964. Goldfinger. <laughs> I the knew man. you guys. Come were on, you do gotta. That. That's classic. <laughs> I'm never gonna watch that movie again now. Yeah. Very. I think everyone knows that. <laughs> of course, of course. So tell us a little bit about uh, Goldfinger. Well, as we said, yeah, this is the first one with actual lyrics, uh, a vocal performance from Shirley Bassey, who actually went on to do two more. We'll talk about those as well. But uh, Wow, nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, it, it's definitely one of the most popular theme songs from a Bond film, I would say. And one of the most uh, memorable Bond girls. I love that name. And Pussy galore, baby. <laughs> no, they did. Pussy galore. That's something like I thought we would think up on our <laughs> podcast. Pussy galore. Oh, come on. It's classic. In no, that no. era, 1964, I'm so surprised they would can get away with that. Was, oh, they there's were better very, ones. They were very uh, sexually uh, charged, these Bond girl names. And, you know, I always thought growing up that, you know, Austin Powers was a spoof of the Bond films, if you remember those movies. Yeah. Course. You know, they had uh, really kind of inappropriate names Ivana, as well. I thought Ivana it was, Hump a lot. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or a lot of vagina. Was the, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I was trying to think of that one. Yeah. Of remember that so, you know, one. I thought it was really, you know, a stretch. But then you realize that in Goldfinger, yeah, it's pussy galore. I'm like, well, it wasn't too far off, was it? That's for sure. No I'm kidding. so surprised they were able to do that back in 64. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That was awesome. That scene with her painted gold laying on that bed. Yeah. 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 I know. Who, who's your favorite character in Goldfinger? 
Who, me? Yeah. Odd job. Of course. It's got to be odd job. I'm chopping the head off that statue with his right. hat. We were, when we were little, we had the, the action figures, and odd job had that, that spring-loaded arm that he would toss his hat. We'd be chucking that at each other. Anyway. I've got that at home. You do not. <laughs> I freaking kill you. you I just did. wanted to see his face. Along with the Hot Wheels. <laughs> yeah. Well, that I've got. And Green Ghost. Yeah, oh, anyway, it's another podcast. That's a weird and wacky podcast. Yeah, it is for you sure. have to listen to those. <laughs> yeah. Okay, on to 1965. Actually, you yeah, know what? 65. This may be my favorite Bond movie. Thunderball. You know what? Really? It, it was, it's pretty popular. It's, it, there's no question about it. No question about it. Yeah, I remember watching this one for the first time in the Princess Theater up in the balcony. Yeah. It, what, reissued? Obviously. No, no, 1965, man. You watched it. Yeah. In 1965 I at did. the Princess Theater. You gotta, it's not hard to believe. Remember how old he is. <laughs> so you actually saw that in the, in the theater? I did. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's yep. pretty cool. I saw it in the theater. I thought it was pretty young, but yeah. Remember, yeah. So who did they get to to sing the theme song? Well, yeah, Thunderball came out in 1965. And um, this one's interesting because they had two theme songs that they actually recorded intending to use for this movie before they went with the eventual performer. So the first one they actually got was uh, Johnny Cash. No. I know. It kind of sounds cool and different, right? Johnny Cash uh, recorded a track. It was called Thunderball. And uh you know you can even listen to it on youtube but uh oh my gosh really when you think about it and you listen to it it's way too western for something like a bond movie it's just it feels like a, a john wayne movie yeah. song you know yeah uh, and then the so other they, one so they made the right choice with tom jones then well tom jones yeah you're right he ended up doing the song and yeah it, it works better definitely as a bond theme but the other one was Dionne warwick she recorded a song for this as well um really yeah, it was called Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. It's actually on the soundtrack. Mr. Hey, that was the name of a Robert Downey Jr. movie. That's right. Yeah. And uh, Val Kilmer, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I didn't know you that. You it on the soundtrack. They recorded them, but they they went uh, with Tom Jones in the end. Hmm. hmm. I'm not. I can't remember that song. I've got them all on uh, on my uh, playlist, but I'm trying to remember how that goes. Yeah, it's never yeah, mem- memorable for me for some reason. Yeah, it's, it's not one of the more memorable ones, I would say, even though it is Tom Jones, sort of major singer at the time. But, uh, yeah, it's not too uh, not too iconic, I would say. Yeah, yeah. And, okay, do you want to move on? Do we want to move on? You guys have to let well, me know when uh, Roger Moore takes over. Oh, we're, we were, we're getting close. Yeah. We're getting close. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, the next one is You Only Live Twice. Um, That's first, a great name for a movie. It is a great name. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I know. Those first four came out back-to-back consecutively, 62, 3, 4, and 5. So they finally took a break, and this one came out in 67. <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. so You Only Live Twice uh, was performed by Nancy Sinatra. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Okay, am I, can I assume that's Frank's wife? It's his daughter. Oh. <laughs> welcome to the podcast ja uh, uh, nice try there's a relative there somewhere these, Got these boots are made for walking they did a duet right, yeah. father daughter yeah that's right yeah they actually wanted frank educating Ritt- me i don't get he, it he's looking at me like with the blank stare although he usually looks like that so i mean it's hard to tell <laughs> quite familiar with that face yeah that's true you guys can right. kiss my ass All right. kiss kiss bang bang kiss, 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 kiss. <laughs> 
right. All right. Yeah. All right, right go so, ahead, Oz. Before uh, Oat interrupted, go ahead. No, yeah, you're close. Yeah, it's obviously Frank's daughter, but uh, they actually asked Frank originally to record it, and he said, "Actually, I want you to give this to my daughter instead." And they uh, and they but did. He, su- they, he suggested it, and when Frank suggests yeah. something, you do. Oh, yeah, it. you have yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, let my daughter sing it, or you're gonna have a bullet in your throat tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Highly possible. <laughs> yeah. hey, what do you, whatever you got to do to get the gig. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's actually it's actually a pretty good song and. Uh, another group that actually recorded a, a track for this movie and they rejected it because uh, Frank probably threatened them was uh, <laughs> was the Beach Boys. Oh, are you serious? Wow. Yeah, it was, called Run, it was called Run James Run. You can hear it. They recorded it. Run James Run? Yeah, that's what it was called. Run, like, run, run, and James. I cannot no, picture no. a Bond tune no, with the Beach Boys. No, it, it, was, it didn't fit work. at all. Yeah, no. it didn't fit at all. It was, it was way too psychedelic sounding and... Uh, I, you know, they made the right choice in the end, of course. Yes. <laughs> run, run, run till your daddy takes your Luger away. <laughs> Luger? <laughs> Whatever. He, what was his gun? He was, his gun was a... Uh, he used a Walter PPK. Oh, yeah, that's right. So right. can we, are you going to put these uh, tunes in the show notes so people can listen to them? Like, is there YouTube links or something we can oh, yeah. listen to? Oh, oh yeah, for, for sure. sure. There's a Spotify playlist of all the Bond yeah, films. okay. Uh, you got to yeah. hear... You got to hear the rejected ones too. There's sometimes well, some of them are hilarious. Those are the ones I want to hear. Yeah, well, it's funny you say that because the next one, there is one that was left out because um, then there's one done by Louis Armstrong in 1969. I had never heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. We have all the time in the world is the name of the song. Yeah, and it was it was the secondary the secondary theme to on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Am I right in there, Oz? Am I getting my all over that? You're you're totally right. Yeah. 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 And the thing is, the last words uttered by Bond's character in on Her Majesty's Secret Service was, "We have all the time in the world." Yep. Right. Ooh. And that's just before. Yeah, just yeah. before. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. Diana, <laughs> Diana Rigg. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert from 1969. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Buddy. You haven't seen it by now. Spoiler alert. Well, a bunch of people haven't seen that movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, that serves them right then. It's her fault. <laughs> but it, it's, it, what was the theme song for Her Majesty's Secret Service then? On Her Majesty's Secret Service. On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yes. It was another <clears throat> instrumental by John Barry's orchestra. Yeah. Fully yeah, instrumental. It's one of the ones, yeah. Actually, it's John Barry says this is his finest piece of music he ever composed was for On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Well, there he... Well, he got it then. It's funny because someone like Louis Armstrong does a theme song. You think, wow, they'd use it, right? But yeah, but and you know what? It's actually in the movie. His version, just not as the main theme. It's a secondary, uh-huh. right? Yeah, yeah. I think they made the right choice. and that happens again later on. You're going to talk about that. It happens in another one, right? Absolutely, yeah. They made the right choice there, though. I don't know if I want to hear Louis Armstrong croak over the opening track of a. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Just me. Maybe it was just me. <laughs> now I'm. Uh, you know, here we go. We go into. We're going to 1971. Oh, they yeah. missed a year. And yeah, they're taking breaks. It's getting a little demanding. But they they go to 1971, and uh, someone's back again. Yeah, it's the second time they had Shirley Bassey perform one of the songs. Yeah, right on. That's yeah. awesome. It's uh, Diamonds Are Forever. That's yeah. that's the one I don't think I've seen. The Bond movies. I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah. 
Now they talk about innuendos in the lyrics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's that all about, Oz? Well, that's an Italian enema. Oh, innuendo. 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 <laughs> oh, dude, did you just make that up, or is that like no. on the internet? No, no, that's an old. That's an old one. one. Oh, oh, bit of goody, an oldie, bit of goody. Dude, that is funny. Queeks is known for his uh, sort of puns. What, tell him about, yeah. tell him about uh, the movie. Uh, one of your favorites, Gladiator. Oh, because he was hungry. There you go. Oh. <laughs> There you go. Oh, oh no. Boy. Yeah, okay. Right, yeah. There you go. Insert your boot track there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. All right. All, All right. right. So Diamonds Are Forever. Shirley Bassey's back. Then we go on and to And that what? also marked uh, uh, Sean Connery's official last Bond film. Official, yeah, that's Officially. right. Officially. He did another one to fulfill his contract, but that was his last official one. Yeah, yeah. The one you're talking about, though, I don't think it's it's technically a Bond film. It's not. That's why I said uh, the the run the run endeth there. Yeah, never say never again. Yeah. Uh, but the, yeah, he only did that to fulfill the contract with the, for a good paycheck, I'm sure. Well, yeah, because he signed on for seven of them. That's he right. did six, and then he stopped. See, I think that's the production company war that I'm talking about. You're probably right, yeah. Yeah, Never Say Never Again had to compete with Octopussy around the same time. Two different production companies. Mm-hmm. You got anyway. it. Anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Um, yeah. Um, oh. <clears throat> well, yeah, I guess the next one. The next one's actually probably one of the most popular, I would say. Um, oh, yeah, classic. Yeah, definitely classic. Uh, the next one's Live and Let Die, 1973. That's awesome. And, uh, it is. It's Wings. All McCartney and Wings, one of my favorites for sure. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, a heavy departure from the other ones. The other ones were kind of, you know, singers, uh, sort of operatic, sort of belting singers singing these uh, Bond themes. And this one was like a rock theme by Paul McCartney and Wings. It was really cool. Yeah, it's fantastic. And you know what? It, the music goes along with the opening title sequence too. And we can't really see them if there's a podcast, but when you listen to the music along with the opening title sequence, you know, the, all the cool yeah. effects they have, it even looks, it looks, it looks great. Anyway. No, when you said it was your favorite, your favorite Bond theme music or favorite movie of James oh, Bond? One of, favorite, one of my favorite songs. Not, yeah. Okay. I don't, I can't, yeah. I can't really say it's one of my favorite movies. But, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, just wanted to clarify. Yeah. I, you know, they, they asked Paul McCartney to just write the song originally. They didn't want him to perform it. They just wanted him to write the song because they actually wanted uh, Shirley Bassey to do this again, this one. Oh, uh, that wouldn't have been the same. I know. But Paul said, I'll write it, but only if you let me and Wings perform it as well. So oh, nice. They couldn't, they couldn't say no. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like you said, it was, it was very different from oh, the yeah. others, and it really stood out. And another band had a really big hit with it as a cover later on. That's right. Guns and Roses. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, I forgot all about that. Yeah. It's a great, great cover. cover. Pretty good cover. And actually, Live and Let Die, one little fact about it is it's the first Bond theme that was nominated for the Oscar for Best Song. Oh, mm, first time. First one. Uh, there's, it's there's amazing that Goldfinger wasn't a nominated. Mm. Yeah, I think because this franchise was so new, they didn't really know what to do with it yet. But uh, but they didn't win, did they? No, they didn't win. Barbara Streisand won that year for The Way We Were. Oh, wow. It's a tough competition. Yeah, what can you do? I, I was just like Google. 
Hey, Google. Or, <laughs> hey, Oz. Hey, Oz. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I got you covered, yeah. yeah. So 1974, Lulu. Now this is Lulu. <laughs> now if anybody if anybody's unfamiliar with what he's doing, it was a honeymoon episode. Probably everyone. That's when Ed Norton is sleepwalking and he's in search of his lost dog Lulu. Yeah. <laughs> Lulu. What the, the hell's yeah. that got to do with nothing? The I knew he was going to do that as soon as he said Lulu. Well, it was sung by Lulu. It was yeah. sung by Lulu. Yeah. The movie is the man with the golden gun. This one. <laughs> this one's fascinating to me. This this one here. Well, because of the yeah. uh, well, I'll let you go ahead. Take the lead on this one. Well, I have to correct you. It was 75, um, not 74, but yeah, you're right. It was performed by Lulu. And honestly, no one knows the song. I don't like Dan. Well, if you're, at the time, well, it, remember, we were talking earlier and I, yeah. I said uh, that uh, this one didn't chart. It was the only Bond song at that time. It hadn't charted, right? It, it didn't chart. You're right. It was the only one besides the, uh, I think the instrumental from yeah, on her Majesty's secret service. Okay. It didn't chart. Yeah, you're right. And Lulu, I mean, Lulu had a big hit around uh, a little bit early. No, was it no a little bit earlier with, yeah. uh, to serve with love. That's right. Yeah. From the, from the movie, the same name. She was big um, in the UK. Yeah. Big in the UK. And that's why it's surprising to me that, that, um, you know, it didn't chart even in the UK. Like like we said, this one's unknown, but honestly, I listened to it the other day. It is a great song. Yeah, you were saying that. Yeah. Check it out. Great. One of the best vocal performances. She freaking nails it. Yeah, I like Lulu. Well, this is one of the most raunchy numbers, like the undertones, and I'm not going to say innuendos. No, don't do that. But, uh, yeah. Well, you know, during the opening credits, you know, they always play the song over these girls doing things, right? And yeah. in this one, I... You can see there's one that's pretty sexually suggestive. She's holding a gun and she's sort of rubbing the pistol. Yes. And, you know, it's, yes. Uh, yeah. Continue. Yes. Yes. Yeah, this oh, one's boy. pretty sexually charged, I would say. <laughs> wow. All right. But uh, we better move on. One little. F- well, go ahead, Oz. What are you going to say? No, just curiously, because I know Queeks is a fan of his. Do you know who they wanted to record this before Lulu did it? No, I don't. Cat Manu- Stevens. Manudo. Oh, Cat Stevens? <laughs> Cat, oh, yeah. Cat Stevens. Oh, wow. Love Cat Stevens. And, and another person you like, Queeks, Alice yeah. Cooper. Uh, what? You're kidding me. That would have been sweet. He actually, I mean, he, Cooper he actually recorded high. a full song. You can actually find it on YouTube, Alice Cooper's version. Really, dude, this is going to be the best show notes ever. I'm, I'm even going to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you could. Yeah. Read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah, yeah that's, you, that's great stuff. Wow. If you hear it though, you'll you'll understand why they didn't pick it. <laughs> really? I, yeah, it's got to fit. It's got to fit. Yeah. I love Ellis Cooper though. Of course. Now we're coming up to my favorite. My oh. Husband. Carly, come on. You know what? This next year, 1977, happens to be my favorite year as well. I just love 77. But uh, that song is by far my favorite Bond song. And my favorite song that year anyway. Bond or no Bond. What? I'd agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody Does It Better by Carly Simon. She does a great job. That was nominated, right, uh, Oz? It was. It was the second Bond theme to be nominated for the Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. And it lost to You Light Up My Life, I believe, by Debbie Boone. 
Yeah, that pile of crap. Yeah, that's what it but was. That too. song was huge. <laughs> oh, that's that's big competition right there. That's massive. Huge. I remember working that uh, when I was at the theaters. And yeah. Um, yeah, that movie, that movie, I don't know why, but uh, D.D. Khan and, and You Light Up My Life, that movie did so well at the box office when I was there anyway. I have to admit, if I, I hear that song nowadays, I, I do cry a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit oh man you, you cry when somebody eats all the chips so i mean you know <laughs> oh, there's, there's blows being uh taken tonight boy oh man oh, all man. right actually um nobody does a better's rank number 67 on afi's uh greatest uh film songs ever hmm you're right yeah, yeah. Well, there's, there's i think the only yeah, 77. 77. Yeah, I think yeah. the only other one, Queeks, was Goldfinger was on that list too. Yeah, I think it was. You're right. You're right. It was. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it, you know, 67, you said, that the, it, given the library, that is pretty did you impressive. Say li- did you just say library? Library. Oh, there it is. Okay. I thought you said library. Yeah. Uh, these guys are so freaking critical. No, we just don't want you to sound like an idiot. That's we, all. No. We, we love you, buddy. We do. Anyways. We're just tra- <laughs> You bugger. <laughs> Man. Honestly. All right. Are we moving on now? Is that enough for uh, Carly? And uh, I guess so. And just to clarify, you're right. Goldfinger was number 53 on that same list, AFI's list. Oh. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Where are we at? 1979. Yeah. Moonraker. Yeah. And guess who's back? Yeah. For the third and final time. It is Shirley Bassey. Shirley Bassey. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. A little, a little tidbit. You know the scene in Moonraker when he's driving through Piazza San Marco in that gondola. You were there. I was there. Yeah, I watched him film that. Yeah, I remember I was, that. I yeah. was in Venice during the filming. Yeah. I, oh I, my gosh. I saw there was a uh, uh, M. M was in that scene. He was standing there, and Roger Moore. Cool. And they, they had this gondola on a long track going right through Piazza San Marco. Is that right? It was awesome. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, 19, 1970. When was that? You were there. I was there in 78. Dude, so, didn't, didn't, yeah. you, didn't you take out your phone to get a picture? Your like phone. Yeah. Oh, no. Wait, oh, I'm sorry. You're, you're, you're stone and chisel. He <laughs> <laughs> tied, he taped a note to a pigeon leg. <laughs> Sent it back. Maybe that's why he's such a good drawer. 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 It's called artist. Whatever. Whatever, Russ. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, yeah, okay. Anyway, I was there when they filmed it. Thank you very much. Awesome. In 1978, and then the movie came out in 79, but I was there in the summer of 78. Oh. Uh, I, I got a question. Jaws, what movie did he. Richard Keel. I know, but what movie did he start in? What was it? Moonraker. Film? That's what I thought. Yeah. That's what I, I think. I I'm pretty sure it was his first film. Yeah, I made a mistake. I was I was there in the fall of '78. Well, everybody, we need that clarified because everybody's really upset about it. So yeah, we're going to be checking show notes for that. Uh, one. Yeah, for sure. I think all the production in Venice was really. Do you have any pictures? I do. You have some pictures from when they were shooting the film. They I have, have it. They you do not. Yes, I do. Well, I was going to call you liar, but I guess I can't because he's got photos no. to prove it. That's right. I do. They had cameras, eh? Like that. <laughs> for the flash bulb he holds the big thing right he holds up the flash bulb like the no, was a flash bulb you had to put some gunpowder in a little trowel and oh, light it on fire <laughs> <laughs> create a flash there it is they roger stand still for god's sake 
Nice. All right. Okay. So Richard Keel. He, I thought that that's why I brought it up. I thought it was Moonraker. That he, he actually appeared in the movie before this for the first time, but yeah, he's in both of those. Oh yeah. Yeah. So was that his first Bond film? Uh, the Spy Who Loved Me was, and Moonraker, he was in that as well, yeah. Ah, I didn't know that he was in The Spy Who Loved Me. He, uh, he was, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cool. See, that's why I asked. You know what I remember him from? Uh, Pale Rider. He was okay. in Pale Rider. Uh, Clint Eastwood. Oh, my gosh. Remember? I do remember that. Yeah, I think he, 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 he sacks him with a shovel or something. <laughs> he drops him. He drops him like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Richard, anyway. Richard was seven foot two. That's just like, wow. how is that possible? Yeah, he's a monster. Wow. Well, there you anyway, go. That's great. Yeah. So um, on to eight, 1981. Is that the next one uh, there, Oz? You got it. Yeah. Yeah, for your eyes only, uh, what we named our episode after. What you named our episode after. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, we saw, uh, so that was done by Sheena Easton. Right. Sheena Easton, yeah. yeah, we saw her, remember? We went to uh, the casino to see her. We, we did see her, and she performed the song, yeah. She did, yeah. What was her big number one hit? Like maybe, well, that's the reason. Train. Got, oh, yeah, that's the reason train. she got this job, because that Morning Train song was huge. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, that's uh, kind of a catchy tune. It is. Did did they show Sheena Easton in the the beginning of the movie her singing it or no? Is it only her vocal? Actually, good good catch. They did in I the thought so. boom yeah, in bitch. the open. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I got excited. I I scored. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you saying, Oz? To back yeah. me up. Go ahead. You are right. It's the first time one of the theme song singers appears in the opening credit scene singing the track. Mm, that's cool. Uh-huh. Now, wasn't there another group that did a, an alternate to this, but they went with Sheena Easton? Wasn't it Blondie, Debbie Harry? You got it. Yeah, Blondie recorded a version of "For Your, For Your Eyes Only," and uh, they ended up releasing the song on a later album they had, but they said no thanks. <laughs> wow. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, there yep. you go. It's great. Right. Yeah, and this so, "For Your Eyes Only" actually, I have to point it out, was the third theme to be nominated for the Oscar. Oh, that was nominated too. No, yeah, that was nominated. Am I? Am I Bill Conti wrote that. He did. Yeah. It was. It was one of the only times that um, that uh, uh, John Barry had no, uh, you know, um, part in the composing of the track. So Bill Conti did it. Oh, right. Bill Conti. He did the. Uh, he wrote the theme song for Rocky. Going to fly now, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a, like five years earlier. You got it. Yeah. Wow. Cool, cool. Wow, we're getting up there. Uh, a lot of cool artists coming up. Like this next one. I love her. Oh, I, how can you not? I love her voice. The song I love, Your well, Love is Taking Me Higher and Higher. Higher and Higher, it's called, yeah. Love that song. Rita Coolidge. Rita, Rita Coolidge, Coolidge. Yeah, yeah, man. 1983. And what's the name of the uh, Bond theme? Well, the theme is All Time High. That's it. But the yeah. movie's called Octopussy. Octopussy. <laughs> Pussy, yeah, and you know they couldn't release a song called Octopussy, I guess. So, <laughs> <laughs> Octopussy performed by Pussy Galore. <laughs> <laughs> the heck, yikes! It's yeah. a little much. But no, yeah, I, that I one, love Rita Coolidge's, Coolidge's voice. Yeah, it's yeah. a great, it's a great song. Yeah, they they uh, uh, they didn't really want her to, to to do it because she hadn't had a top ten hit in over six or seven years. So she was kind of seen as almost washed up at that point. 
that's um, a, that's a shame. Like, I know. Yeah, like, you really she want did a, another. She uh, did another song. Sorry, sorry, Oz, but she did another song. Like, uh, it was uh, it was a Boss Gag song. We're all alone. She did a cover of that. Fantastic version of that. And higher that's and awesome. higher. So when were those songs? How did they figure that she didn't have those? Weren't top ten? Yeah, they were all in the later mid to late seventies, and this was eighty three, and they were yeah, kind of worried. So. That she didn't yeah, have it anymore. People just wouldn't, you know, the single wouldn't sell or whatever. But wow. you know who they wanted because she had a hit earlier that year was Laura Branigan. Mm. Gloria. She sang Gloria. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, what they wanted. But that was yeah. kind of a big tune. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big tune. Rita well, Coolidge, though. Me. I mean, uh, yeah. oh. now did she have, how yeah. did how did this one chart? Does anybody have info on that? How did this song chart? Dude. I'm not yeah, sure. I do. All time high, all time high, you know. Charted it at 75 um, in the UK and number 36 in the US. So not very high, but it charted. Yeah, not bad. It was also the first Bond theme to have an accompanying music video that went along with it. There you go. In the early 80s. Yeah, that's cool. Early 80s. That's everything had a music video. Well, I guess they'd have to have it. I mean, it was expected. (laughs) I mean, at that time, I mean, Thriller video had just been released right was very recent mm-hmm. yeah so yeah that was the thing to do video speaking cool. of music videos the next movie the band who did the theme are kind of known for that i would say oh they are oh my i saw again i saw them i saw them i wish they would have uh performed Dur- this song but duran 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 and you know what guys when you said we were thinking about doing this podcast immediately within seconds that's the song i thought of you, you did mention that yeah view to a kill view to a kill and man. it's funny because again as we were talking a little bit before the show and you know we said that this is the only bond theme that went number one in the, in the number two in the uk but it's only one that went number one it went one here in, in, well, in north, america. north america oh i didn't know it went number one yeah is it's that the, right Oz? am i right on that you are right it's the only one to hit number one in the united states yeah yeah, yeah. It also won a Golden Globe, yeah, for, for best original song. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a good song, and again, it's kind of a departure from a traditional Bond theme. It has that '80s new wave sound to it. Hmm. Is yeah. uh, I think it's great. Now Duran Duran didn't normally perform this when they did uh, concerts, but they did perform it one time, right? Yeah, remember you, we were talking about that. Yeah. when was it? We were, and apparently they they didn't they don't like performing it. They performed it in 2011 at a concert after John Barry, he was the Bond composer. He, he passed away. So they um, played it in his honor, I guess. Yeah. 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 Mm. Great tune. It great is a tune. great tune. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Grace Jones was classic in that. And Christopher Walken. Remember? I love Christopher Walken. <laughs> the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> it needs a little more cowbell. <laughs> That's right. All right. 1987. Oz, what do we got? Yeah, the Living Daylights. Uh, this one. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Is it aha or aha? I don't uh-huh. know. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. There you go. Aha. Uh-huh. Take a drink every time we say aha. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. From Norway. Norwegian band. Yeah. yeah they're Norwegian. Right on. Right on. Yeah. You know, they obviously had that big hit in the early '80s, "Take on Me." I think that's what everyone knows. Right, that was a great, that was a great video too, music video. Yeah, Remember really, that one with the yeah. drawing and yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. But okay. uh, I have to say, on a personal note, I hate this song. 
Living Daylights? Yeah, oh. I can't remember it. I, have to I just to don't it. like this one. This is my least favorite, I think. Maybe they should have went with the other one they were considering from the Pet Shop Boys. You know what? That's good. I heard it. It's awesome. Really? Well, they've rejected that one and went with Aha. That's right. Hmm. Hmm. So we're not going to spend a lot of time on this, even though it was uh, Timothy Dalton's first uh, James Bond movie. It was Timothy Dalton's. And, you know, it's funny because Timothy Dalton's known as or was seen at the time as a more grittier Bond, you know, Um, especially after Roger Moore. So the fact that they went with, uh, you know, Aha and, uh, you know, yeah, I don't know, surprising. I we guess. forgot to tell Cha when Roger Moore made an appearance. He's gone now. He's gone now. All his films. Yeah, you freaking gone. serious? Yeah, yeah, he's gone. gone. Oh my god! I took a nap waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What? Did you want to say something about Roger Moore? I don't give a crap. <laughs> All right then. That was easy. <laughs> oh man! All right, moving on. Um, oh, this is good. Come next on. one. Come on, Empress of Soul. Empress of Soul. Gladys Knight. Yeah, License to Kill, nineteen eighty nine. Right on. Yeah, you know, great. it's a good song. It's the longest Bond theme uh, at five minutes and fifteen seconds. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a little, it's a long, but it's a good one. It's definitely a good that's one. what she said. <laughs> well, it, it, you were way overdue with that. I think. I know. Yeah, I know. Okay, I know. <laughs> so we actually saw Gladys Knight as well, didn't we, Oz? We did. We've seen a lot of these Bond performers live, it seems. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. But um, I was going to say, do you know who actually was asked to perform this first before Gladys Knight? I think on? it was Eric Clapton. That's you correct. are right. It was Eric Clapton. Yeah. 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 yeah that's yeah. great. Again, I think they want, they asked him to do something gritty and I just don't think, uh, I don't think it panned out. Hmm. You know, I'd like to see those auditions and how they tell them. Oh, sorry. Sorry, 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 guys. You're just too damn loud. <laughs> You're just too darn loud. Yeah. That's for those you don't know. Yes. That's Huey Lewis and Back to the Future. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. But uh, yeah, I would like. So, can we hear the Eric Clapton? Can we put that in the show notes? There's a version of that out there. I'm sure there is. I didn't. I, actually, I don't even know if he recorded it. Actually. Oh, I, they were. Oh, they were considering him. Yeah, I some see. of these have been recorded, but some of them they were just considering, and he was one of them. So. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, right. can, look, if there's one, we'll share it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So 1989. So that brings us after Gladys. Yeah, uh, but then there was a huge. Oh, sorry. There's a huge. Oh no, there's a huge gap. Next Bond film is until 1995. Yeah. Six years. See, now, now it begins. Now it yeah. begins. Yeah, and this was Pierce Brosnan's first Bond film in 95. But, uh, and another, were... queen, another queen makes an appearance here. Oh, yeah, awesome. yeah. Awesome. Right. Who is it? Well, it's, it's Tina Turner singing Goldeneye, yeah. Nice. nice. Uh, that was a huge hit for her. It was huge. It was, uh, it's great. It's also one of my favorites. Um, this is the first Bond movie I saw as a kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah? And, I have a big, uh, big soft spot for this one. Yeah, this was the first one I ever saw. Boy, there's a, there's an age gap for you, eh? You out? <laughs> Sixty-five to ninety-five. We were <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> there it is. I just pulled a muscle on my neck. Laughing at you. Thank you, Charles Nelson Riley. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Tina Turner, 1995. So who who wrote that one? Uh, Yeah, it was composed by Bono and the Edge of U2. Ah, right on. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great song. It's a great song. It kind of, you know, feels like that Goldfinger sort of Shirley Bassey type song too, which is kind of a throwback, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So, yeah, I liked Pierce Brosnan. They tried to get him for a long time, but he was... Uh, He's still not my favorite. He was uh, contractually contractually obligated to Remington Steel. Remington Steel TV show, yeah. yeah. That's probably why they wanted him. It was a very similar kind of character, right? Yeah, I liked him. I thought he was great. Yeah. Me too. He's all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have yeah. a number one and number two favorite Bonds. I'll save that to the we'll end. We'll save that. So to do me. I. Yeah. Sure Don't tell me, Roger Moore. No, we won't. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now this next one has a great story. Oh yeah, Oz has a story about this one. Yeah, this one's got a uh, enlighten us on 1997, Oz. Well, yeah, it's Tomorrow Never Dies, 1997. And it was performed by Sheryl Crow. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Sheryl you know what? It's a, it's, a, it's a good song. It's a good yeah. song. But before they picked Sheryl Crow, there was another person who recorded the full version of the, of the song, uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. Uh, and honestly, it's awesome. <laughs> it's really awesome. But uh, they chose Sheryl Crow in the end, and they sa- saved this song for the end credits. So it's still in the movie. Oh, but, so it's it's bookend. So the two different people. That's right. Yeah, and during the end credits, "Tomorrow Never Dies," they renamed it "Surrender," and it's by Katie Lang. Wow! What nice Canadian girl. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Love, it, I love Katie Lang. Really? Yeah. yeah I hope. Uh, I hope we share this one in the show notes because this one's awesome. Yeah, I'll yeah. definitely definitely do that. Yeah, that's that's wicked. Yeah, yeah. too bad. But uh, at least her songs in it didn't get shelved anyway. I think just, you know, Sheryl Crow was huge at the time. Her, she just had, a, she just came out, big hits, and they're like, well, we got to pick her, right? I guess. I yeah. guess. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it's a good one. And that brings us to 1999. Now, we only had to wait two years for the next one. I know. Yeah, I know. That's, that's interesting. Well, 95, 97, 99. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this one... Uh, this is another personal favorite of mine, but I don't know if either of uh, any of you will agree. Nah, the world I think, is it, I think it's I think it's garbage. <laughs> it is by garbage. Yes. <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I interrupted you. You said, yeah, the world is not enough, right? Yeah, by by the band Garbage. They're a, sort of a alternative sort of rock, electronic rock band from the '90s. So, you know, it was definitely of the time, but also kind of you know unknown uh, probably by a lot of people still i honestly guys i don't even know who garbage is never heard of them yeah i've heard of them i heard of them i haven't i don't listen to them but i've heard of them there you go yeah so you know either way it's a good song (laughs) it's a good song world is not enough um yeah Hmm. awesome check it out yeah we will we'll put it in the notes um these show notes are going to be packed with good stuff and we only had to wait three years for the next one. That's right. But this was uh, this is Pierce Brosnan's last uh, film as Bond. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Die Another Day. Yeah. 2002. 2002. 2002. Yeah. And, by. Oh, that's <clears throat> what? That? It's uh, Madonna. Die Another Day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. Madonna. You got it. And I think they wanted someone bigger because, uh, you know, Garbage, uh, the band Garbage, who did the last song, was so, you know, not as known. And they're like, okay, this time we really want a name. And uh, they went with Madonna. Who, who's that? <laughs> 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 Mahu? Ma- 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 wow. 
Yeah, you know, I remember watching, remember that uh, Oscar's Greatest Moments uh, video that we've watched, and she performed it on, on uh, at the Academy Awards, remember? No. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. No, I'm wrong. Yeah, you're right. Correct me. That, no, I'm talking about Dick Tracy. Yeah, she performed Dick Tracy, yeah. Oh, shit. Edit. <laughs> I love it. No, there's no fucking edit. You screwed up. We wanted it in the proof. Okay, we're leaving it in. Uh, we're leaving it in. You know what I like? You know what I like Oz, though? What's that? Like, he doesn't just go along. He, goes, he doesn't say, like, yo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just all right. No, no, no. Yeah, don't yeah, don't, don't you, piss him off. What the hell are you talking about? I can't let that go. I can't. You can't do that. <laughs> no, of course you. not. Of course not. <laughs> but yeah. You, yeah, Madonna did die another day, and you know what? This one is completely unlike any Bond song you've ever heard. It is like a dance, electronic dance pop. I, I didn't care for it for a Bond theme, but whatever. That's me. I don't really think I don't really think it fits as a Bond theme no. either. But you know what? No. It got a lot of praise and awards because it's a really well produced song. I think, but uh, I don't know if it fits. Mm-hmm. Well, they were going for the for the for the big song. Oh yeah, they got it. But did it really fit? I, I didn't think so. But oh well. Yeah, I'm 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 in agreement with you there. Actually, I think Madonna um, is the first Bond theme singer to actually appear as an actor in one of the Bond movies. She oh, was uh, she was in the movie. She was in Die Another Day in the cameo role as a fencing instructor during one scene. Yeah, I didn't know ah, that. Oh man, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's very cool. Hmm. So yeah, that's uh. That's well, technically, technically, Sheena Easton was in the opening credits. So I'm well, not as an actor though. Right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. That's yeah, very cool. You're right. You're right. <laughs> that's cool info. Yeah, it is. It's a good. It's, uh, and that was last Pierce Brosnan movie, and that brings us to the. In my opinion, the best ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, I say that because Daniel Craig, to me, yeah. is Bond. Uh, me sure. too. For me sure. too. Yeah, yeah, Daniel Craig. I think well, for sure, he's my favorite. I think I think Daniel Craig's more true to the the way the characters written in the in the novels, uh, darker, darker. Right. Yeah, people, I mean, he's licensed to kill for crying out loud. He's a killer. See, exactly. People like, sorry, Cha, Roger Moore. <laughs> and Pierce Brosnan are too much pretty boy. Yeah. I, no, but they, remember though, they're, they're a ladies' men, right? Yeah, but that's not how Bond was. Fo- he Bond was, is a killer. That's right. I, but hey, he killed a guy, maybe or one or two. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was packing heat. Oh, yeah. He was packing something. Oh, well. All right. Well, don't so, get me wrong. That's my favorite Bond, too. Yeah, Daniel Craig. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you got it. It's got to be Daniel Craig. Now we had to wait four years. Two thousand two. Now we jump to two thousand six and Casino Royale with uh, Daniel Craig. That's right. Yeah. yeah. What a, a great first movie for him too. It's such a good movie. Great movie. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. This time they actually went with what they what the movie felt like. These, these were grittier movies, darker, right? So they they wanted some. They wanted a male singer. They wanted a rock singer, and they went with. Um, Chris Cornell. Rip. Uh, Rip Chris Cornell. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. He's actually some morbid trivia. He's the only Bond theme singer who has died. Yeah. Yeah. The only one. All the rest of them are still alive? Yeah. John Barry's dead, but he never sang anything. But uh, well, how old is Shirley Bassey? Like 146? Shirley yeah. Bassey's awesome. I just bought her vinyl. I just bought, I showed you that, didn't I? Honestly. She's great. Yeah. She's yeah, in the her. Yeah, I, I love her. She's still kicking, though. She's still kicking. Wow. That's awesome. 
sad trivia, but anyway, Chris Cornell's awesome. His track, You Know My Name from this song, one of my favorites. Yeah. Great song. Yeah. Really, really good song. Okay. Yeah. Shirley Bassey's 84. She's born in 1937. There you go. Okay. Good. Good for her. <laughs> so we're coming up on uh, the next one. And the next one we've also seen in concert, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Yeah. Yeah. So what well, is it? One of my favorites. Well, Quantum of Solace is the movie from 2008. Uh, the song's Another Way to Die. And it was the first duet uh, between two artists for a Bond theme. And it's Jack White of the White Stripes and Alicia Keys. Oh, I love Alicia Keys. Right on. Totally. Yeah. Really great, really great performers on this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, also not too popular amongst, I would say, the, you know, the, the, the fans of the Bond franchise. I think this one's not one of the, the big ones, even though I kind of like it. Was well, uh, it too soft? No, I just think uh, maybe they thought it didn't fit again. I don't know. Mm. But it's, it's a good one. It's definitely a good one, uh, even though they really wanted Amy Winehouse to do this one. That's who they wanted for this movie. They, they really wanted Amy Winehouse. But well, when, she, did, uh, when did Amy Winehouse die? She died in? I'd say maybe a few years later. Well, um, why didn't she do it? I think the reason she didn't do it was because she was going through a heavily, you know, publicized legal battle. She had legal issues at the time. And I think oh. she was not doing well in terms of mental health. I don't know. Yeah, but, she actually uh, died three years oh. later, 2011. Yeah, yeah. But oh, she was yeah. riding high off of, you know, she won like five Grammys the year before. She was huge. Uh, but huh. I guess they had to settle with uh, Jack White and Alicia Keys, which is not not bad, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Good stuff. And then oh, the next one is classic. Nah. Oh. Right? Oh, yeah. 2012, Skyfall. Yeah. Who was it, Oz? It was, it was Adele. And you're right. This is a, it's already an instant classic. I think this kind of brought a lot of people around to remembering how good Bond themes were. Well, it was the yeah. first time it had won the Academy Award for Best Song, right? You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so this one actually won. It won, yeah. Did yeah, it's the fourth to be nominated, first one to win the Oscar. Yeah, well, Adele was huge. Mm. Oh, huge! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like Adele, don't you? I, would. I do. I like her music. She's hilarious. I like her personality. I think she's okay. a riot. Yeah. Can I can I pick up a story? Yeah. yeah, can I pick up a story? Oates, myself, my son, and, and your son going to a hockey game. Mm-hmm. Oates picks us up in his Beamer. Right, the boys. We're going out, going downtown, find a parking spot. We're going to grab like a burger and some beers before some a wings. hockey game. Wings, wings, baby. Yeah, whatever. Wings, burgers, everything, right? But we, you know, trying to get pumped. This is going to be a great night. Picks us up. We start down the road. What does Oat put on the radio? Adele. A fucking Adele. <laughs> you know what? I got a little, I got a little secret for we you. We all look at each other like, what? Are we going to start holding hands now? I got, a, I got a little secret for you. <laughs> what? It wasn't me that put it on. It was my son. Oh, yeah, boom! Lost. I'm telling you right now. He he downloaded all those songs, and I got them off of him. And he put it on before you got in the car. I don't so, see. A, I don't so, see a problem. No, I just got I one thing to say to Chow. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Boom, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all I know is, hey, Adele's awesome, and I didn't. I didn't care. I mean, I love Adele, but it was my son who put it on. Who was at the time was only like 25, 26 years old, and he loved Adele. So boom, bitch, boom, bitch. That's right. <laughs> Anyways, my son and I looked at each other. We're going to a 
freaking uh, well uh, your, your son's into big time classic rock which i really respect so okay I mean, that's all you good. go but no just kind of get pumped for a hockey game and you put on a dell rumor has it oh that's a song oh, oh that's a up. song all right let's continue all right good story that, Josh, that's right? what i think about Adele. get pumped up for a hockey game baby <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. I get it. I get it. You can, yeah, you, you got to, you know, listen to Duran Duran for that, right? That would have been hugely better. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't me, dude. It was on your playlist. Though. Yeah, own it. Was. it. Own there it. You go. Oh, no, I have no problem with it, but I didn't put it on that night. It was my son. Yeah, we'll, we'll check on that. We'll, we'll put watch. that in you show notes, too. You can ask him. I'll verify it in the show notes. We'll ask him <laughs> after the podcast, and I will say at the bottom, yes, he verified it. Quotes, boom, bitch. There you go. <laughs> my my son leaned over to me. Are we going to watch figure skating or a hockey game? <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, we're done. Sorry. That's what I think of when I hear Adele. All right. Well, it, yeah, it's mm-hmm. Skyfall, great song. Actually, Skyfall, one last fact, was released on the 50th anniversary of the first Bond film, Dr. No. Right on. Yeah. Oh, wow. 2012. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. They did that purposely, obviously. Yeah, they even called it James Bond Day. They made a whole big deal about it, yeah. The next one, eh, eh. I agree. Yeah, eh, it's it's forgettable for me. Well, and it, yeah, but the, but the thing is, here's another one. It won the Academy Award for Best Song. Again. It did. Back to back, yeah, right, right? 2015. Yeah, Spectre. Spectre, Writings on the Wall, it's called by Sam Smith. Yeah, he was Sam huge. Smith. He's huge at the time, right? Oh he, was. oh, he was as well. I mean, yeah. he was on what? Was it American Idol? No. What, what, was, what, what was it? There it is again. No. No, what, what, no. What, no wasn't you he on a talent show? <laughs> wasn't no. Sam Smith? He wasn't? No. I stand, I stand corrected. Again. Again, yeah. I thought he was. Where did he come from? What's his background? He came from some house in the UK, I guess. Some house in the UK. <laughs> some 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 woman's womb. <laughs> you know what the irony is? Oz is more correct than you were. Well, I'd say so. There you go. Right. Well, either way, you're right. It is Sam Smith. And I agree with you, though, Quicks. It's um, not my favorite. It's a little just low-key kind of boring, yeah, in my opinion. Um, hmm. But I think it won the Oscar only because Skyfall did the year before, uh, did a few years earlier, and it was just riding on its coattails. I think that's what happened. But um, yeah, actually, the a band, one of my favorite bands, and I think you know this uh, about me is is Radiohead. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you like they, Radiohead. I love Radiohead. Oh, nice, buddy. Right. Yeah, and they they actually were asked to do the theme for Spectre first. Uh, and they recorded it and they said, no, thanks. Cause they thought it was a little too dark, a little too melancholy for the movie. So they went with Sam Smith in the end, but Radiohead released it as a free single because they're like, well, we recorded this. We might as well put it out there now. So <laughs> what else are we going to do with it? <laughs> Throw it in the garbage. I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, but yeah, it's a, uh, it was the last official bond movie to be released with Spectre in 2015. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. Man, that brings us up to uh, the next one. Yeah, this one's funny. This one's funny. Has this been released? Well, yeah, it has. (laughs) It's already charted. Yeah. No, no, I mean the movie. Is the movie? No, of course not. Is that the one you're talking about in October it'll be released? Well, 
it was supposed to come out last year some point, but because of, you know, COVID, they've been pushing the date forward and forward and forward. It feels like six oh. times they've adjusted the release date of this movie now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no time to die. Yeah, the song came out, and uh, you're right, it charted. It's by uh, Billie Eilish. Um, huge, <laughs> huge pop star right now, I would say. Yeah. Not she, a big fan. Me neither. Yeah, she's uh, she's unique yeah. for sure. And you know what? She's only eight. She, at the time of recording at this song, she was only 18. She's the youngest person wow. to ever do a Bond theme, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not good for her, though. Yeah, it's huge. It's, again, a pretty low-key song, but I, I'm curious to see how it plays in the movie. Who knows what the tone of the movie is? Maybe it matches. I don't know. So the song's been released, but not the movie. Mm-hmm. You got it. All right. Mm-hmm. That's a weird one. Okay, so that takes us up to present day. Yeah. So we've already shared who our favorite Bonds are. I mean, my number one is Daniel Craig. Yeah. Number two, Sean Connery for me. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. 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 And I just, the other ones are too, and George Lazenby and, uh, you know, Timothy Dalton and, and they just never they didn't they didn't do it for me as far as maybe, if, maybe if Lazenby had more than one movie we would think otherwise but you know he wasn't really well he messed up I mean he was hard to handle he ended up going off yeah. the reservation and they just said you know we've had enough of you and he had right. it sewn up he, he, but now yeah. what what unique thing did he portray in a Bond movie that no other Bond did who. George Lazenby, he was in he was in on her on her Majesty's Secret Service, on correct? Her, yeah. Yep. What did he do in that movie that no other Bond did? Got married. That's correct. There you go. Well, that's technically, I could argue that. Why? In You Only Live Twice, Sean Connery's character, James Bond, married the Japanese girl as part of his cover. He did get married in Japan. Am I right, Does uh, I don't think it was official though. Well, he yeah. married her. He had, yeah, he, he married you know, her. You are right. They got married in the movie, but because it was a ploy, was it a legitimate marriage? I don't remember. I don't know. No, obviously she had to die in that movie then. Right, well, yeah. poison the, on the thread. Was he oh, miserable? Yeah, that's right. right. Was he miserable at the end of the movie? Absolutely. Well, then it was fucking real marriage. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we don't use our real names. Yeah, so I know. <laughs> He still has to go home after this. That's right. My wife doesn't listen to this shit. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's good for you. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. All right. All right. How does uh, how does James Bond like to be woken up? Oh boy. Shaken, not stirred. Oh my god, that is stupid. I like your other joke better. Yeah, me too. No time to die. That's yeah. why he has gray hair. Yeah, I know. no, not that one. No, no the innuendo. Which one? Oh, the innuendo. That we're going back to the gray hair one. Oh no, no, that it took us a while. There was an awkward <laughs> silence after that one. Yeah. yeah. All right. So is uh, is that it then? We got any other tidbits we want to share about these theme songs? And I'll put as much in the show notes as I can, as ones we can find. But yeah, uh, no. you'll be able to click on those links and hear some of these songs. Well, I, yeah, I'm curious to listen to some of the ones like Katie Lang and uh, uh, the ones that we, we didn't know of. Well, I'm going to focus on those, the ones that people oh, yeah. normally have heard. Yeah. And you can go to the show notes and click on those and hear some that you haven't heard before. Right. Oh, that Alice Cooper one, you got to hear it. That's the one I want to hear. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's Alice Cooper's real name? Um, Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> Just Vincent, Vincent Fernier. Vincent Fernier. Yeah. Fernier. All right. 
Yeah. So there you go. There's your trivia for tonight. Thank you. All right. Useless trivia. All right, man. Well, look at hey Oz. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks, buddy. Anytime. Yeah, we have to do uh, the exit music for uh, Oz. So let's uh, let's do the exit music and then we'll say goodbye. Oh, it sounds All right. good. All, All right. right, thanks, Oz. Thank you. Join the Jabber Guys again for another episode of Inside Rock with Oat, Queeks, and Cha, the, the Jabber, Jabber Guys. Guys. You'll find a link at the bottom of our show notes to a Spotify playlist for all the songs mentioned in this episode. Remember to go to our website, jabberguys.com, to subscribe to our podcast, Inside Rock and Weird and Wacky World.